Hey folks, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night to everybody around the world. This is your boy OG Bernie, uh, Let Burn Rant Podcast, Spotify, Google, iTunes, wherever you can find me, click in the joy. Now, I didn't want to even talk about this because I'm not big on politics. I, I tend to just get off the whole crap altogether because it's got nothing to do with me at, at this point no more. And I'm just a taxpayer. But I, I have to just point out a few things because it was pressing my head. One, who the hell cares if Donald Trump lost a billion dollars? That's one. His, his, he, I don't care what they said about him losing more money than any other American. He's still rich. Like the fact, truth of the matter is, he lost a billion dollars, which only means that he's got a couple more billion dollars in the bank. His family's been rich since his grandpa. Got more rich with his daddy and got highly more richer with him running the show. So, a billion dollars ain't nothing to this guy right now. And I feel like the only reason why everybody's trying to open up his tax report so they can find, if that's the reason why he's trying to go for, you know, his taxes and this is this what you find, this is more like a spear campaign just to say that he's He's a broke man. Man, he far from broke. Homie, see, this guy is far from broke. The fact that y'all going in depth to try to, you know, portray him as this broke guy who needed to become president, and it's, it's absurd, and it's kind of pathetic to even go, go that route. Family, this, 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 him, this whole family's been rich before he was maybe born. As I said, his grandpa was successful. And then his father and then Trump took over. And now his kids are successful also in their own way. It's kind of it's kind of crazy to make the assumption that Trump is broke. Trump ain't broke. For anybody that's gonna even debate that Trump is broke, no. I'm not even I'm not even shocked that Trump has lost more money than any other. American taxpayer. I'm not even shocked at all to compare it to considering how much money he makes annually, how much money he's got altogether, how much money he's grossed, and all the investments that Trump has made. It's only fair to see how he is, you know, he's lost more money than any other American, period, maybe ever. But he is a billionaire. I'm expecting him to lose a lot of money. Every billionaire loses money. They haven't lost as much as he has, but that also means that he's taking more risk than a lot more billionaires out here in the world. Most of them, they do a little, you know, charity event. Some of them will get into politics. Which Trump did, Trump got into politics, and look at him, now he's president of the United States. Some will do, you know, a lot of crazy, you know, transactions. It's just to happen, Trump has, Trump done it all. From becoming a businessman to a, a mogul in the business industry, or he, you want to call him a mogul, a reality TV show star, to even being the owner of a 
football team at one point, hoping that he could have been the owner of the NFL at one point. That didn't work out. And now he got it. Now he's president. There's a lot of things that I don't like about Trump. Hate is a strong word, but at the same time, he, you know, if there was a definition of hate, Trump would be that definition of hate. But the way that the Democrats and whoever else is trying to pull the little strings apart right now on this guy, it is, it is kind of, you have to think that this is just a witch hunt at this point over financial records. Listen, all I'm going to say is that if Trump didn't pay his um, tax returns, then all right, by all means, go after him. Attack him at anything right now. Try to get pull that out because it's supposed to be public records for all politicians. Nobody's above the law, and Trump is definitely not above the law. And a side note, Giuliani. I never liked Giuliani. He can't, well, he was he was he was mayor from '93 to 2001. I was about four going into you're going by uh, eight years span, four, eight, twelve. So. By the time he left, I was 12 years old. I still wasn't big on politics, but I was I at least knew what this guy was talking about and what the nonsense he was saying. And the only reason why, well, actually, never mind. Never mind. I'm going to keep that to myself. I think I'll be for another day on Giuliani if I even talk about this fool again. But Giuliani has now become Trump's lawyer or attorney. And he's speaking up right now. Talking, talking a lot of nonsense that's made me look at him like he went from Americans, America's mayor to a joke to a bloody joke and him speaking on Trump's financial records, he don't know even he don't, he never seen before I don't, I, don't, I don't think he should be talking for anybody now what I'm going to say for Trump in the matter is this is the U.S. President of the United States. You're supposed to set an example for everybody in America. And you haven't set any type of example. But I'm not even bashing you on that whole part right now. That'll be for a different topic when I choose to talk about it one day. We're going back. We're going at you over your financial records. That's clearly what I'm talking about right now. And clearly, you need to pass them up. I got, it's like I got, we all got to pass up our records. You got to pass up your records. You got to show that this is how much you made. This is how much you lost. This is how much gross this out what's your net worth this is all the stuff that you know what you're supposed to do we already know as well that meant that you bankrupt Christ chapter what, 7 I guess or chapter 11 we know you've been bankrupt twice right now you didn't lose a lot of money you was able to finance it differently and you you just you, you know you messed up the first time the second time you got it kind of you got it right now if you did more than that then I don't know Trump has taken risk, so it's not. I'm not trying to see why he's lost over a billion dollars during the 80s to 90s, and maybe he lost a lot more ever since then. Almost 20 years later, he, he most definitely lost another billion dollars. That's not being talked about. What I don't get is why we're why we're trying to bash the guy over him losing so much money. I'm watching. I'm looking at Daily News. They say biggest loser. Okay. Congratulations, he lost money, he's a billionaire. He can do what he wants with his money. How he spends it and how he, you know, how he, go about, how he goes about it is different. But nonetheless, it's his money. He's entitled to whatever he wants to do with his money at 
dubious reasons is not for reasons that makes us question our question our motives as Americans. That's it. Anything else after that, I don't care for. Let the man Trump be right now because it makes no sense that he's going to bash him on this over crap like this becoming the biggest loser. That's kind of tasteless to even talking about that right now. Because even in his worst days, he's still rushing on everybody right now. He's still got more money than everybody right now. He's getting more money right now just being president. He's going not. Because eventually, once he retires, he's going to be still walking away with 100, over 100000 a year for the rest of his life. But even if you, you could say he goes broke again, he's still set for life just because he was the president. I don't get... I don't get the I don't get this at all why everybody's trying to go at him with this little loss he made. Let alone this was talking about something 30 years ago now if this was around the time that he didn't file for his tax returns then okay but this is not even close to that this don't even you know transpire to 30 years ago this whole tax situation happened roughly what 10 15 years ago when this all happened so you mean to tell me we're gonna we're gonna bash a guy when he did it in the 80s and 90s I give it in his what late 40s going on his 50s right now doing all these crazy transactions i'm not bashing one bit for that he, he's a billionaire he can do whatever the hell he wants and he's been doing that and this is why trump and trump has always been going at people's neck right now yeah i keep playing with him you keep playing with his money you keep thinking you keep thinking that he, you can do whatever you want and trump is not the rules to an exception right now trump does what trump does as i said i don't like trump one bit I did not vote for him. I would not vote for him to be president again because I don't think he's. I think right now he only became president because, like I said, he had a ship on his shoulder. He wanted to prove everybody wrong, and he did. But at the same time, he's not. He's not the best choice for America. Now, whatever he does with his money, that's he could do whatever the hell he wants. I don't see why anybody's telling him what to do. It don't, I don't really care about the, any type of stipulations or any, or any type of political reason or motives to it. It's his money. He should be able to spend it however he wants to. What Trump can't do is not is try to tell America or not say anything to America about his tax returns. It should be public. Trump needs to open up that whole wallet right now. Let his documents go. Whoever's running it, open it up. That, that's that's the number one. It should be open automatically because you're trying to tell us that you know about our, our tax returns. That this is what we should do with our tax returns. But you're not setting an example. You're supposed to be the leader of the free world, the man that we look at directly when it comes to shit like this, and you're not doing it. Therefore, please open your records so that I can feel a little bit more better to know. Okay, this is what he did. This is how much he lost. This is how much he made. And this is what it's whatever. Is whatever at this point. At least he was honest to say this is what you did, unless you're hiding something. And then if you're hiding something, it's, it only it only makes sense why you're trying to 
do your best to just stop and you might be yelling fucking out his ass right now about it. After that, it makes no sense to even be indulged into this nonsense. To everybody listening here, I'm just saying this because I don't I want you to have conversation and realize that not everything, not everything, everything makes sense to a, to a T. When it doesn't make sense, you have to question it entirely. It does, even in political sense, it, I'm a dem, listen. I'm a Democrat. I'm a registered Democrat, but I don't I don't really care for much of these Democrats that that I see trying to run for president or any type of high elected office because they bullshit too much. Now, what they're doing right now against Trump is merely stupid as hell right now. I'm sorry. Y'all really going at him over how much he lost. When y'all, the whole focus, why y'all did this was to find out what he was doing with his tax return, why he was hiding it from the American people. That's it. I don't care about how much money he lost. I just want to know what was he doing with them tax returns and everything like that. Just like I want to know, was he involved in Russia? Now, the Mueller report came out and said he had nothing to do with the Russia thing. I, if that's the case, rather not, is the truth or not, this is, is what it is. The report says he wasn't involved. How much more proof do you, how much more evidence do you want, how much more conviction do you need to try to cap this guy? I hate it as much as the next person hates it because automatically he impeached his ass, but it is what it is. You can't get mad over something that's is being shown to you. You have to re- either you have to go about it differently, or you just need to give up. And I think it's hard for some of the Democrats to just give up because they invested so much into this. They're trying to find any little way of trying to bring down Trump. The same way Republicans were trying to do when it came to Obama, when he was trying to look for his birth certificate. And trying to see was he really American at that time because he was born in Hawaii. But they felt like that was not his first year, that he was born before Hawaii became an official state. They found any little stupid reason just to bash this man, his character as a, as a whole person. And I don't, as I said, I don't like Trump, but I don't like people being bashed out of their character. And they're bashing Trump out of their character. As I said, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm I'm an independent free thinker. I think outside the box because a lot of people are not thinking outside the box no more. So I'm able to speak the way I speak and how I feel because it's important to me to be able to speak how I feel even if it might look pretty bad. And the fact that we even get in, involved with something like this, I'm going to speak on it because... I don't believe we should be trying to bash a person for how much money he lost or how much money he gained. We're all here for one reason. We're all here for his financial records, and that should be the topic. If he's made, you know, this amount of money, then hell. Bravo. If he lost this amount of money, who cares? He lost it. Clearly, even him losing a billion dollars, this man is still a billion dollars more richer than anybody in, in America. A lot more successful. And added on him being president, he's making Boku money. He could lose two more billion dollars and he still have a billion dollars more than the next person around me. 
I'm at the ferry terminal. He got he can he can pay off the ferry terminal if he wanted to ten times over, even if he lost a billion dollars. That's insane. You just gotta leave this man alone. Let this be over with. Y'all been trying to get everything to try to get on him right now. And as much as I I want to see him go down, I want to see him get impeached. He's not getting impeached. He's gonna be talking this craziness because we allowed him to. We gave him that battery to be talking because you know what? We got nothing else to talk about. He's gonna do what he wants to do because he he can he technically can at this point. He's the president of the United States. He wants to go to war, he's gonna take us to war. Rather you like it or not. You just got to accept the consequences that comes with it. And that's about it. I said how I said it. And if y'all didn't get it, then you didn't get it. Truth of the matter is, and straight to the point, you gotta leave Trump alone when it comes to, you know, him losing money or making money. Is it like if it doesn't affect the whole presidential election, if it doesn't affect any type of interest that might cost him impeachment, then you gotta this gotta be dropped from the Democrats, from the Republicans, from the right wingers to the left wingers, whoever. Just leave it alone. It's over with. Talk about something that can really make an impact on Trump right now or, or piss him off. But this ain't going to really piss him off. He knows he lost a lot of money. He's a billionaire. He lost a lot of money. He probably lost a lot more money before that also. His family lost a lot of money. But his family gained more even when they lose. Even when they lose a lot of money, they gain a lot more money. Please understand that this is Trump we're talking about. He don't stay broke forever, and he's not even broke. He might have lost, he might have lost a billion dollars, but still, his loss to a billion dollars is still a lot more, is, is less impactful than the type of money that we lost as Americans. And I don't think people realize that. They just think that, you know, this is, you know, this is the this is law of the land. This is what it is. And technically, this is what it is. He did it how he did it. We just got to take it for what it is and just leave it alone. And that's it. Live our lives and leave this and let this guy, let this be. Trump ain't going nowhere with that. He's going to still be making his money. And I think we just gotta stop bashing the guy entirely because it doesn't it doesn't really do it doesn't really do anything for us right now. His him being broke has nothing to do with us being broke. He can still recoup. We half of us will be already committing suicide right now, trying to match up to how we can get a billion dollars back. Let me say this. Let me just say it one time. The Celtics sucks. I'm sorry. No knock on Boston. This team on paper should have been in the NBA Finals this year. And for whatever reason, the chemistry was way off. Their first mistake, as everybody has pointed out, Gordon Haywood. No disrespect to this man. This man is a, he's an all-star. He's a rising player. Um, I'm not saying he's a superstar, but you put him around enough talent. He fits Brad Stevens' system. He could have did great things. First game of last year, broke his leg outright. He was gone for the rest of the year. 
You brought him back a year later. He's not been the same since. A guy who, who normally averaged 22 points a game from when he was in Utah thought that he was going to bring stability to Boston with him and Kyrie, you know, making big moves. And it just never worked out. Boston was able to still maintain, you know, supremacy because of the, you know, with the rising star of Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, Al Horvath is still playing at an all-star level, and a couple of pieces around him, and Jason Tatum as a rookie. Got got winning a seven game against LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, and this season all expectations of them going to the finals with this stacked lineup they got. The bench was deep, and for whatever reason, this team did not get the job done. Milwaukee surprisingly, they know they elevated their game, adding a head coach in Budenholzer, who's no stranger to success. He was he had a sixty six win team in Atlanta. What as as early about maybe I say six years ago, when they were you know winning and getting to playoffs, you added up with the you know with pretty much the got the you know Antetokounmpo rise to extension to maybe the best player in all of basketball right now. He's dominated everybody. We always called him the I always called him baby LeBron because he's he's just like LeBron in a sense. All he has to do, all he needs to do, is you know, his free throws more and shoot more three pointers, and he's the complete package, and nobody's stopping him. And right now, nobody's stopping this guy. Middleton stepped up his game to be an All Star. Bledsoe has became tremendous for this team. Brodin, who was a Rookie of the Year, who's though who's definitely an All Star and making himself right now, he's back into the fold right now. You got, you got. This is this is a deep bench, also around him with supporting cast that can. Either play defense or both, and for whatever reason, the Celtics heading into this matchup, you would still think that the Celtics team could still pull it out against them. And the fact that they didn't do that, they got beat down the way they got beat down from four straight games, just shows you how bad this team is and what needs to be fixed. As everybody's been saying, that Kyrie don't fit the system, the scheme, and. It's not true. I don't think that's the case. Because last year, this team was when this team was balling the way it was balling. Kyrie was was one of the main focal points of this team balling out. So I don't believe that that's the case with Kyrie and Brad Stevens' system not working out to his advantage. And maybe Brad Stevens, you know, he takes some of the blame because he did, he he should tweak this roster around to focus more, you know. Or he, he could have had convinced Kyrie maybe there's other ways to go about playing. Um, Kyrie's an isolation player himself also. But Kyrie also, like I said, he's a great ball handler. He needs the ball in his hands to make the plays. And maybe there was other ways to go about changing it up to suit Kyrie. If you're looking at Kyrie Irving as the franchise player of your team. And for the last two years, Kyrie was... Does that he was the franchise player of this team? He's a great ball handler, one of the most successful players in NBA history, and he he could dominate. He can go off if he wanted to on a on a single on a single night. He can go for fifty. He's that explosive of a player, and he's a he's a well he's a well skilled passer with the point guard position he plays. So, and you got you still got some you still got some young great players around him, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. 
give them some give them some time. They can both be all stars in the making also themselves. Terry Rozier, a solid point guard off the bench, who could be a starter at any given team right now, just the way he plays. Al Horford still a still a well round player offensively and defensively despite his age. He can still give you a double double and add a couple blocks to him. He's still very good. And then you add, you got Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris, I mean Marquise Morris. You just got a well-rounded team right there. And for the fact that the Celtics got bounced away, they got bounced by this Milwaukee Bucks team, something's going to have to happen. I don't think Brad Stevens is going to get fired. I think he's he's very he's, he's very well. He's well-coached. He's a, he's a great coach right now. And just removing him is not going to solve this Celtic. It's not going to solve the Celtics team. When it's always a debate who you need most, a head coach or a star player. And... 100% of the time, you always have to keep the star player just to make him happy. But in this case right now, because of Danny Ainge right now, Danny Ainge, he knows he scouts very well. He knows how to get players. He knows what to do when it comes to training people, picks, and everything. And this team has been bulking on picks after picks after picks for the last couple of years right now to a point where they got enough. They got, what, four first-round picks this year again. So... Everybody's talking about the 76ers in the process, but the Celtics have maybe had a better process than them getting players that has suited out well. This season, everybody's regressed. Tatum's regressed tremendously right now. He's all that training that Kobe did. Man, I won't even train with Kobe no more. I don't even go back to Kobe Bryant. Kobe's made, Kobe made you selfish, and it ain't working out for you right now when Kyrie's selfish. It's not going to work. I believe Tatum could be a star player in the making, but I think he need it needs to be he needs to run the show at this point, not Kyrie. So in the sense of star player against a head coach, who you keep? I'm, I'm keeping Brad Stevens. I feel like Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens is still a young man, he's like 35 years old. He can he still got a lot to he still got a lot more to do with the Celtics team, and they and the Celtics like him. The Celtics very much like him. They feel like, you know, this is not one. Of, these are not this is not one of a team. Even though they're a big market team, they're not putting pressure on Brad Stevens to just, you know, championship or bust anything like that. It's not that mentality. He know they know that Brad's, you know, this team right now. As long as you get some picks around him, you can put a well-stalled team around this lineup that they got right now. They can do something. This is a, this is, like I said. When I look at marquee players and superstars that should go to teams that can give them a chance to get to the championship, Celtics are one of them, and um, the Lakers. The Lakers got marquee young people, young players that can develop into all-stars. You already know what the Lakers got right now, despite this, you know, LeBron being there and everything not working out. This is still a best, that's still a best scenario for them to grow into superstars. Celtics, same thing. Celtics, you got, you got Terry, you got Scary Terry. You got Tatum, who can, who could definitely, you know, who we all hoping for, can really blow up and become the superstar that we all expect him to be. Jalen Brown is a very good two-way player and is very solid defensively. And Marcus Smart can still play, especially in the, on the defensive level, very great. You still got those. You still got those young pieces. Now we look at Gordon Hayward, who's the highest play play on your team, who's for the last two years ain't been really good right now. And it's not because he's he's not he's not playing well. It's just he's he's not been healthy. He's not been healthy at all. Whew. Hello. Coming up. Whew. Now, you have to really think about 
what this Celtics team is going to really do when this transpire. Oh, sorry for my couple of second delay. Somebody just called me. Um, but anyway, back to this. You've got to really find out what's in best interest of this team and what's not in best interest of this team. Kyrie's a great player, as everybody knows. But I, you can listen, they went deep into the playoffs without him. You beat the 76ers. You was able to you forced Cavaliers to a game seven. I think, I believe, maybe you know you should see what this team could do without Gordon Haywood, or if not, put Gordon Haywood on the bench right now. You're paying him a lot of money, and I understand that you you know you're paying him starter money to be a starter, but right now Gordon Haywood is not Gordon Haywood. Maybe hopefully, maybe by next year, if not maybe another year, after he gets healthier. You know, because that leg injury, it requires a couple of years just to get better. You know, they rushed him back too early, hoping that, you know, this was a win, a win now scenario. And the Celtics, this is not a win now scenario. You need to, you have to have players with that. You have, you got, you have to, you got young players right now. You don't got to force this win now mentality, especially if you can build a, a very well dynasty. Some, something like what the Warriors did with. Clay and Steph and Draymond Green. They got those three big guys right now. Added a couple more pieces to make them, you know, top stars. And they were able to make that jump. This team can make that jump. But you gotta, you can't rush to things. And that's where everybody's looking at. Everybody's looking to form super teams. But when the Warriors had this team, this wasn't based on a super team. It was just based on a team that was able to work together, add the right pieces, and win the championship. And they went back to the NBA Finals again, almost beat the you know Cavaliers when they probably should have beaten them when they broke that record, and they allowed LeBron James to come back, and then they built a simple team when they got Durant. It was over. It don't really have to be that case. If you draft well, you add the right people around you. Similar to Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I don't look at Milwaukee as a super team. They drafted well, Broden, Gakdabakupo, Middleton. And they added a couple pieces around them, and then they took off. Added the right head coach for that team, and voila, this team was able to be successful. It's, you know, every, you know, everything don't work out the way it does, and sometimes it does. You just got to find the right players and the right coach that can really make this team believe. And the Bucks, they believed. The Warriors, they believed. And hopefully for the Celtics, you know, the Celtics got the right coach in Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens do have to tweak around this this offense, he needs him. He needs him to be more explosive. But for that to happen, Kyrie will have to go. Where do Kyrie go from here? Who knows? Where do the Celtics go from here? The Celtics will be back in the playoff next year. There's no doubt about it. They got a great head coach in Stevens. This team is still well coached. You got. I hope. I hope they like hold on to Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Terry Rozier. Those three, I feel like, can do something. And, and you know, put them back in the lineup together. Those three can do something. You still got Gordon Haywood. If you if Gordon Haywood, hopefully he's healthy by next year to really be that guy they need that can go off for 20 points a game. And Al Horford, you, hopefully you resign him to a two-year, three-year deal. Give him the money. He deserves it. He's done a, he's done a tremendous job in being in Boston. And, you know, you keep your bench the same way you can. And as for, like I said, Kyrie, you know, he had a great solid career I guess you know up and down a little bit in Boston but hopefully he mature a little bit to know that this is not how it works no he's a champion he's already he's an NBA champion I expect him to play on a championship level 
but I do expect him to go to a team that's not really having no there's no high anticipation. And for that, you know, he can go back to LA. It's not like the Lakers are the Lakers have been doing well, even when LeBron James they missed the playoffs. So they need another superstar for LeBron so they can do something. Go to the Knicks, you can start off fresh. You need you're from New Jersey. You start off with the Knicks, you could be that franchise player, you could take him. And hopefully if you get Kevin Durant or, you know, Zion Williams and whoever the Knicks were able to get with another, you know, pick or something like that. Then you go you go from there and you build that team from the ground up and hopefully you can take them to the playoffs and make them what they are. Anything else, I don't know. But the Celtics are eliminated from the playoffs. And, um, you know, we there's still a couple more games left, including the Warriors against the Rockets. Um, right now, the Blazers... Are right now on top of the Nuggets. If that's the case, there'll be a game seven. And officially, right now, the Sixers won, so there'll be a game seven in Toronto. And um, if there's anything else, I'll let you know. And yeah, that should be about it for the NBA right now. Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie. You're now live and direct to the Let Red Podcast, available on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, and iTunes. Click and enjoy. Burn!